Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yeah. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. We are the Guys in Shorts King Show. This week we went one and one by shooting down the Jets and getting caught by the Rangers. Yeah! Yeah. We currently sit out of the playoffs, nine points behind the Blues and ten points behind the Preds with eight games left to play. Things don't look so good right now. But we're going to talk about it. So I am Dennis Wilson. With me is James Whitlock. Four. Jordan Heckman. It is great golfing weather in Southern California. Uh, Apparently it is. We'll find out soon enough. Yeah. And tonight we have another special guest with us. We have hockey encyclopedia Brett Davidson in studio. Oh, that was a good one. Fourth line for life. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) So So if the Rangers ever got a player named Walker, wouldn't that be awesome? What is is a middle name be? Texas. Texas. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, kind of like Alexis, Texas. All right, moving Some of on. Those Brazzers things, <laughs> I think. <laughs> I think, yeah. I read it in what a is book that? somewhere. Brazer. Bra- <laughs> Stop pretending, James. <laughs> oh, you just know how to spell it. <laughs> oh, but only with my left hand. <laughs> it's actually the right. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> All right, well, that's it for us this week. Now <laughs> <laughs> there's more beer in Jeff's carpet. <laughs> derailed <laughs> Jordan quickly save us what alright back to shooting down the Winnipeg Jets uh, we won that game 5-2 to two. Uh, we got goals from Kopitar Muzzin Gabrick Dowdy Pearson uh, kind of all the people that should be scoring goals throughout the season maybe next time we spread that scoring around a little bit yeah. between a couple games spread it um <laughs> Shots on goal, 36 to 21. Uh, won that one. Uh, faceoffs, we got kind of dominated, 57 to 43. We got out hit, too, 38 to 22, which was weird. That rarely happens. Yeah, I know. Uh, we did score on three power play goals, uh, three out of four. Uh, we also let them score on one out of four, which kind of sucks. But uh, in typical Kings fashion, we started off down a goal again. I think it's probably about the 47th game in a row. I think it's probably the 153rd. Oh. We're, uh, we're Kingsmen. You know, we, we give out goals. That's what we did. Gentlemen, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we also scored a shorty in that, too. Uh, I think that was Pearson's goal. Yeah, it was Pearson. That was an Finish awesome goal. The game. Speaking of which, James, he's not getting 30 goals this season. Sorry, bud. Mm-hmm. What is he at? Do you know? 23. Yeah, oh, he can still do close. it. We're close. He can close. do it. I see goal he's again. still in. I just want to let you know today, I looked at it, and the last time we had more than one 30-goal score was the 2008-2009 season. Oh, I know. I, and you called three. No, I looked into it. Yeah. And that's why it was a bold prediction. Yeah, all right. And we're, we might get two. We might get two, which we haven't done either. Uh, we did, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, 2008. Yeah, same year. So. Uh, which was and Brown. Good job, with luck. Thank Neither you. of those guys are going to get Brown this Brown actually got that many goals in the season? Yeah, pretty sweet. Wow. Uh, Bishop got his first win in a Los Angeles Kings jersey. Great hashtag one. slap my Bishop. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that was a great hashtag. Pops to you on that. Surprisingly enough, it was the first one ever. <laughs> I, f- I figured, I, apparently. smack him around? What? Apparently, people in Florida aren't very fucking creative, so. <laughs> Uh, Kopitar had a second multi-point game in the last five. Thanks for turning it on so late, Kopitar. Because his wrist isn't broken anymore. Yep. Uh, Kopitar has 13 points, uh, five goals, <laughs> and eight assists in his past 13 games. Uh, he has scored five goals in the past 10 games after he had six in his first 57 games. So what's he had total? Goals? 11. He's a, he's almost a 32. <laughs> it, could, it could happen, James. I'm still holding out. Yeah, sure. 
Uh, just like a prom date. Anyways, uh, Daryl Evans uh, did a really solid job doing the color commentating, I, I, I do have to say. Yeah, we gave um, him... We uh, did play-by-play. Play. We gave him... That's what I meant? We did play-by-play. Play, yeah, play-by-play. Yeah. Play. And we gave him star of the game. Yeah, well, yeah, that's right. Yeah. I do think he needs a little bit of work on his, his goal call, though. A little, too, a little bit. It's going to take him a while to get yeah. a lot of work. The no, way but that I, we're going other than that, a little more other enthusiasm. Than that, I actually, I actually liked him a lot. He, I thought he was great. Yeah, I thought so too. He definitely we'll did make was. a couple mistakes that I saw at least in that game. But dude, no big deal. I mean, dude, every every play by play guy, I don't care who you are, makes mistakes. It it happens, especially in hockey. So I'd make yeah. more mistakes in three minutes on this show than he does in the whole game. So he barely made it through that sentence. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the last good fact I have about the game is Dowdy looked like the old, like the Drew of old. See, I fucked up too. Uh, blasted a one timer from the blue line for his goal, snapping a twenty six game goal drought. Wow. Yes, that was surprising to hear. Yeah, that's yeah. A, that's a lot of goalless games. Let's say that five times fast. Hashtag Drowdy. Oh, oh! Brad in the house. Drowdy, I love it. <laughs> And then after those five goals, we forgot how to put pucks in the net. Um, we lost three to nothing to the Rangers. I, under goals, I have non not applicable because uh, they didn't score any. We did outshoot the Rangers thirty to twenty. Uh, we did out f- face off them. That's not <laughs> sorry. <laughs> this is great podcasting. James has a hockey ABC book, which is the official textbook of uh, Jordan Heckman School of Hockey. And N, stand, N stands for net. The object of hockey is to score into the opposing team's net. You're welcome. Yep. <laughs> Just in case you guys didn't know. Footnote. Yeah. Where was I? Here we go. We out hit them 27 to 20. We were over three for power plays, obviously, because we didn't score any, and we allowed one as well, too. When you look at the stat sheet, it looks like we won that game minus the power plays, and, well, we didn't. We didn't score any goals. Again, in true Kings fashion, we started down a goal and continued to be down goals after goal. That's two out of three games shutouts. We had a shutout with the Oilers and shutout with the Rangers, so two out of three games giving out shutouts. It's like Halloween. Yeah, it's not good. We were talking about that last week. Uh, I would like to mention that Brodzinski had his uh, King's debut, had a solid chance on a breakaway attempt. Uh, James pointed out that his parents were the star of the game. His parents and girlfriends, stars of the game. That was. Uh, it's pretty exciting to have parents in the house for their kids' first NHL game. And they even went into how the NHL tries to get parents there for their kids' first game. Oh, uh, nice. Because it's an important moment. And they had a player in Vancouver whose dad's like Down syndrome. And um, they got them into the they got them into the locker room for the announcement of the starting lineup uh, to hear their son's name. Oh, That's wow. Right. And so um, props out to the NHL on that one. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I love that uh, they were they were kind of focused on because it's it's a proud moment. You yeah. know, to have your have your kid make the NHL doesn't happen too often. So good job on that, Johnny, and um, congrats to your parents as well. And your girlfriend's pretty hot. <laughs> <laughs> can we can we just talk about his first game for just a second though? Like, Let's do it. I, I yeah. thought he was. That's literally the only highlighted thing I have in green here on this page. That's the only good thing. And those are the good things here. Yeah. Yeah. Hashtag so, road runner. That dude has got a little shot on him. Well. You know, they, uh, in fact, I think it was Jessica, Jessica Quick uh, uh, at Hockey Over You. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, she uh, pointed out or she retweeted something that said uh, that Jonathan Quick in an interview said that he, a couple of his shots actually hurt. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Like him taking shots on Quick was like, wow, huh. this guy's got a shot. I'd like to see him in the uh, skills competition and see if he can beat Shea Weber. Well, I mean, is this, is this the new coming of the Kings or where the Kings need to go? You know, with someone like this, someone that can put some fire behind the puck. Yeah, even his passes are were hard. Yeah. I mean, not to get too ahead of ourselves, but I am pretty excited about the future. Maybe it's not next year, but you know, the years coming after that, we've got you know Adrian Kempe, we've got Nick Dowd, who I think is going to be pretty good. We've got Paul Ledoux, we've got Brodzinski, and hopefully Mersh can get his shit together skating wise. And I think we've got a pretty bright future. And the tools that we that we were given with the lack of draft picks in the last few years because of what Dean has done, uh, I think they've done a really good job and no, they've developed them. Yeah. Well, and you know we the in a I want to say uh, it was a news article I read a while back on our uh, farm camp as of August of last year 
they were talking. We were 29th out of 30th. That we had one draft pick, uh, one first round pick in four years, and and five second round picks, which we traded two away. Yeah, and they're like, you're not even developing players at this point, so you're not getting high quality pay- players and developing in your system. So you you're leaving yourself dry once you know three four years down the road. Sure. Can I, I, I in Mersh's defense, because you mentioned that he's the people are kind of crapping on because he can't That's skate. That's kind of been the complaint from from what I've heard. I haven't watched him at all to be 100 percent honest with you. So I've honestly have no idea. But how many years has Brown been in the league and he still can't skate? That's true. Good point. So and he's a, <laughs> maybe that's his understudy. And he's a uh, former 30 goal scorer. Yeah, so, so who knows? <laughs> doesn't really mean all that much. He can obviously skate a bit. So I'll bet you, you can. Brown could probably skate better in Vegas. I you know what I, I heard the ice is gonna be really good there so yeah so yeah. good luck on I don't that it's gonna be hot I don't know who knows <laughs> anyways I did not have a chance to watch that game uh, but I did watch the highlights and the Kings actually created a number of quality scoring chances uh, but Ranta is that how you pronounce his name yeah that's like a Pokemon anyways uh, he was <laughs> he was on fire uh, he obviously stopped all thirty shots. Uh, also, too, is the first time the Rangers have shut out the Kings in L.A. since 1978. Holy hell. Wow. That's before I was born. Me, too. <laughs> Not me. <laughs> I was four. <laughs> <laughs> and I would like to point out shout, shout out to Matt from last week uh, He did say Nash was someone to walk, watch out for But it was an empty netter, so it doesn't count Sorry, Matt Nope Oh, I thought you were hanging up on him. Sorry. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's all I got, man. That's all That's all I care to talk about that game as well. So our our own Johnny Hockey, I think, is a highlight of the week. That's the only thing we really got to look forward to. Does it bug you that he doesn't put an H in there? No. Okay. Whatever. Whatever you got to do. Hey, you start scoring goals, you can spell your name however the hell you want. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. We kept a guy named King on our team just because he was King. For so long. Well, so. that and he made for great memes. Yeah. <laughs> what right. say you, Brett? I don't know. I think it's coming to grips with the season, the last three seasons. Something really, really needs to change. Mm-hmm. I think, uh, I don't know. I think it's time maybe Lombardi goes and Sutter, you know, goes back to the farm and we get that kickstart. Put him out to pasture. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, not, that, not that bad, but just take him out back and shoot him. Fuck, Dennis. It's <laughs> <laughs> a farm joke. Damn it. <laughs> Old yeller. Did I? Did I? Did that cross the line? So are we? <laughs> are are we saying that we're done? Are we? I mean, mathematically, we're not out. We're not. But okay, we're not out. We're not where we need to be. But let's clearly we have eight games left. So we pretty much have to win. All of those games, it's not give up. points. Not give up any any overtime points to Calgary or Edmonton, and Edmonton has to lose over half of their games. Yeah, that's. I mean, to it's win doable. out, to Louis. win out. St. Louis has to lose. Yeah. Out. Oh, sorry, yeah, sorry, Calgary. Um, to win out, yeah, eight games. Which when was the last time we won two games in a row? Yeah, I mean, it's been a while. <laughs> we're coming off two out of three shutouts against us. Yeah. It doesn't. I, we're not in the place where we can say we've got a shot at it. We're, our momentum is building. Our momentum keeps going down. Yeah. I mean, the only game we won was with Bishop in the net, and we were waiting for Quick all these years or all these months. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I think just once we lost those games against St. Louis and Calgary and Edmonton, what little win they had in their sales, I think, was gone. I think the only thing that is kind of bright in our Kings future is like turning the page on this calendar over here. See who's next month. Yes, yeah, whoever Miss April is. Yeah. I All mean, right. that's really the only thing we're looking forward to in the King season. That and some golf. Well, golf is going to be good, guys. <laughs> we're going to be really good at golf as soon as the Ducks lose in a game seven at home. We'll, we'll be ready we'll, for yeah. it. <laughs> we'll be ready for some match play. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, here's, here's a question. So we brought up Brodzinski. Already went over that. But um, is that a last ditch looking for a spark offensively to to save the the rest of the season? No, or absolutely. do you think that no, is, I completely disagree. That's us throwing in the towel. You think that's throwing in the towel no. and just getting him some experience? Yep. I, I don't in the think towel. so. I think I think that gives us it's a chance where what we should have done two, three months ago is start working with these players, or maybe the second, third month of the season, start working with these players, getting them in. Yeah. Um, but now, I mean, we're just reaching. You look how many times we change the lines 
in the game. We're not, I mean, we're not even coming in with consistent lines. You never know who's going to be on the same line. Yeah. So at this point, we're just, we're literally throwing everything at the wall to see what sticks. And so this is, this is definitely one of those things where it's like, whatever we have to do to get a spark going, we need to get some speed. We need to get, trying to overpower some teams um, and give them a Kings team that they haven't seen, that they haven't prepared for. Uh, so I I really think that this was a game plan to say this is this is if we're gonna do it this is how we're gonna do it. Well, I'm gonna play devil's advocate and say you're wrong because you are. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, really, I mean, we all know how long it takes to build some sort of chemistry, like with your you know with your line mates. And I just think with ten games left and not starting until there's ten games left, um, it's just not. It's, just, it's not going to offer a spark. Like it's not some guy that's been injured and is, it can quickly build chemistry with these guys. It's we just, did it in 2012. Young... We did it in 2014. Bringing people up or just trading to bring trading people, people in to, yeah. to get some spark, get but some chemistry. The, yeah, but those are veterans though. The, those are people who have worked with top tier guys before. I mean, you've got these these kids that are coming in from guys that are probably going to be career minor leaguers, like half of them, and they're just not up to that level yet. So I don't think. What about what about what Connor McDavid? It's done for Edmonton. I mean, they've been a shit team for five years, and all of a sudden this kid comes in and somehow unites the team to where they're driving, driving in. in as much as conference. I would love Johnny Bredzinski to be the next Connor McDavid, he's just not. He's not. But <laughs> what I'm saying is, is that bringing someone in like that can just change the momentum of the team. But it even took them. I mean, two years minus he was, you know, injured most of the year last right. year. But I mean, for for him to come in and really change, I mean, the Oilers were the joke. The, the Oilers were the have been the joke. Yeah, they they were the avalanche of the league for the past ten years. So I don't know. I, um. I disagree with you. I, I respectfully disagree with you. I, I would like to think oh, that don't maybe. Do that. Well, I mean, we have to work together. So <laughs> <laughs> he loves me. Stop. Plus, that. fist fighting is not good pod. Yeah, you can't no. see it. <laughs> when, when in 2012, I forget, were Nolan and King brought up? It was a That's couple a months. Question. At least a couple months before the the playoffs. They've been talking about the stories, like when King got traded away. Uh, when Sutter was brought on, he went to the minor league teams and there was goal scorers and all this stuff on the team. And Sutter went to look for two, some guys to bring up and that was a two he picked. So it was definitely after Sutter. I don't know how long after he came on. So it was at least half, you know, well into the second half of the season. So, um, but yeah, and those, those guys, those guys did provide a spark. Brought, yeah. They brought, they, they're grinders and they perfect for Sutter's system. Like you said. Yeah. yeah. So. I, I thought they were going to be a lot better than what they've turned out to be, and for that little run, they were great. They they brought a lot of energy to the team, which I don't think the new guys have quite so much this year. Kempe brought a little bit, and I think Brodzinski. It's only he only had eleven minutes of ice time in that game. I just looked it up. Yeah, that's still not enough to tell like what kind of spark he's going to bring. And those so, are different types of players, and I think that's the direction that the team's going to move in is the way the rest of the league is going is more scoring because of more speed. Like, the the the, the grit's great. I mean, you know, people like Boston are still making it work, um, but the league is moving away from defense first, and I think it's if we don't change, we're going to be left in the dust. I, I don't think we're ever going to give up that no top hits of the of the league and that's always been a king's thing you're right king's yeah yeah but um i agree i mean the the league's trying to minimize the the goalies uh pads and and really try and build up that scoring and and making with, them wear justin bieber skinny pants yeah we talked we talked about in the beginning <laughs> of the year when when greg when gretzky was talking about you know we're overcoaching our teams and and we're not allowing players to just develop and, and become great players and make plays yeah uh, and I think, you know, with Edmonton, that was kind of their kickstart where they're like, you know what? Just go make plays. Let the kids play. Let, let them do it. And and it's proven to be a successful pattern. And I think you're going to see a lot more of that develop in the next two, three years. But we're, we're still going to hit. We're still going to. Yeah, no, you're, we're still gonna you're wear right. Teams I don't want to say that we're going to go away from that completely. But I think that's that's a long time, like why the people, you know, why teams feared the Kings is because they were going to get out hit and they were going to be up against the boards. A well, lot. And, and that's where how... that plays in is, is the playoffs. When you've got to play five, six, yeah. seven games against us where you just keep getting pounded, 
you just there's not enough preparation you can do to prepare for that. You can prepare for for guys to be a fast fast team. You can prepare for a great goalie, but you can't prepare for just getting your ass kicked every night. day in day out. Yeah, uh, and that that there's not a lot of teams that can live through that. And I think that's why the the Kings did have some success. Oh, in 2014, absolutely. Yeah, they, they they hit their way into the Stanley Cup. Yeah, because every every series was a grinding series. It, Game seven, how many game sevens? Three. Yeah, three out of the four. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it it was it was a brutal brutal playoff run. So. So I I I think we got a bright future. I I mean we don't not this season obviously no. But um you know it's gonna be it's gonna be Bar exciting. I thought this past off season was the exciting offseason to look for because the way they were just stripping the team down and trying to rebuild. It was kind of like that boot camp mentality. Yeah. We're just tear everybody apart and put them back together as a team. But um, then we a, got the shit mentality. Storm of fucking injuries. And no, them. but then we came back with the, like from everything that they said in the media, they came back as the same team. They didn't try to that new style of, of redeveloping that identity. They just came back with the same identity thinking it was going to work it's again. It's the same coaching. Yeah, so uh, we're going to see some moves. We're going to see some pretty cool stuff happen. And I, I, I really hope exciting. so. And I, I've talked about it with some friends. You look at the Blackhawks. I mean, they every year they sell off their team at the end of the year. And every year they come back and they're a contender. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, they keep their core guys and the, the role players are different. It seems like every year. How, how do they pull that off and we can't? You know, it, I think... There needs to be a fresh mind calling the shots. I mean, Sutter's great. I mean, to that point, don't get me wrong. Well, I'm, he's going great. higher. I'm talking about yeah. Lombardi. Oh, well, okay. Fair enough. I think I think without <clears throat> Lombardi around, Sutter will probably oh, yeah, take a bow. There's no way. Yeah, I agree. Um, how long was Murray in before Sutter came on? That year or? No, just in general. How many years? Because I think I was listening to Sirius... I listened to it in the morning, the NHL channel, and the average tenure, I think this is like three and a half to four years for a head coach. Yeah, I've heard that as well, too. So we're uh, we're on five. Yeah, we're right. we're well, beyond that. Yeah, well, yeah. And I, I love Sutter as guy. I yep. love him. Yep. The great guy. Great um, interviews. I'm gonna miss that. The post games. Yeah. Um, it's yeah, it's kind of one of those things where you're like the Homer in you is like he's our coach forever. Yeah, right. but. It's we, just not the way it works. It's, no. In the end, it is a business. Don't get me wrong. I'm still going to rock the shit out of my fly at 11 pin. But <laughs> God, I got to get one of those. Yeah, Jay, get me one of those. Can we talk about uh, the flurry of injuries that's going along, around along the leagues, like things that have like been out of the Mark norm? Flurry? No. <laughs> oh. Mark andre Flurry? Yeah. No, he's going to be in Vegas next year. Um, but on that team, Sidney Crosby – Cross making a slash looked relatively harmless for a slash. Yeah, is he playing, did he start playing with an axe? Maybe. <laughs> I think he's got a magic sword for He's a just stick. not that manly. I don't I don't see him with a weapon. <laughs> if any if anybody Hashtag doesn't know what we're, what we're talking about here, uh Sidney Crosby slashed. I don't does anybody know the guy's name? I don't even I think know. It was Mathot on Ottawa. On yeah. And uh it looked quote unquote harmless, but he like chopped the tip of his pinky off somehow. Right, it was it's ridiculous. He flipped it over as he was it was skating off the ice. Yeah, What's funny was, is he goes to talk being shit on right, to Crosby first with yeah. his hand dangling down, <laughs> and then he skates back as Crosby kind of blows him off. But it's that Crosby pops somebody in the nuts two days before. It's oh, that's right. Like yeah. from behind him too. Like yeah, it was yeah. totally like it, it, the Lucic. It, it it seems like. Uh, you know, if we're if we're talking about player safety department, like they're just they're not stepping in when they need to step in, and, and it's got to be universal. It's got to be equal for every player, not just because Crosby's the golden boy. We're gonna kind of let those things slide. Yeah. Well, and I, I think a great point to that is the whole thing with Haley from the Sharks this week, where he got boarded. Uh, by some guy whose name I can't pronounce from the freaking Predators. And he came back and he started to get into a scuffle. And it was like, you know, the the entire team was pushing each other and holding each other. And he goes and swings at the guy and knocks him to the ice. It's questionable whether it was a sucker punch. I don't think it was, but people will probably disagree. Um, Jordan's a closet Sharks fan. Oh, Jesus Christ, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> and... 
the replay that I saw, it was the Predator's feed, and immediately they're like, oh, it was a sucker punch, oh, it was a sucker punch, blah, 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 blah. Well, he was running away from the fight. Because well, he's Not a saying, pussy. Well, yeah, and he totally deserved <laughs> what he got. But, lucky, dude. Come on. Uh, you, you, if you're going to board someone, you expect retaliation. Yeah. You, yeah. you don't fucking skate away like a bitch. And that wasn't even questionable boarding. Like, it wasn't like, oh, he turned no. at the last minute. He was face against the freaking glass, and he came up, and he threw a shoulder into his back. Like, it was... And then, so, obviously, Haley's never had an offense before. Um, so, he got a game, and the internet... From what I saw, went ape shit. Because he didn't get Not, enough. No, no. Because oh, he got something. Because he got something. Yeah. So the fans want to see it. Apparently, player safety doesn't. But <laughs> well, I you know what? Especially, I think player safety needs to step in when a penalty is not called. And in in Crosby's case, a penalty is not called for a slash. Yeah. That immediately needs to be reviewed. Like for any team, no matter who the player is. Or or in Drew's case from last week with the elbow to the face. Yeah, Absolutely. they did review that one. They did. Same thing. But, but anytime, anytime a, a, an action happens, like if we're going to do this, we're going to retroactively review things. Do it for every play because nowadays social media is going to take over. You're going to hear 10,000 people crying about it. So step in in those instances. If, if you're really standing for player safety, I mean, that's the freaking name of your department. Then do just that. I think they're kind of in over their head because they know what's coming. Uh, they're going to have a whole NFL thing with the you know concussion. So I think they they don't really know what they're doing. As like as far as like staying consistent, like they want to punish people for you know for doing certain things uh, because of that because they know some sort of lawsuit's probably going to come in, in the next you know year or two. Um, but they they just don't have any sort of you know. When a play, when a player has nothing. to have part of his body sewn back on, there needs to be. And quite frankly, That's if he point. if he misses a week and a half of play, Crosby honestly should go out for a week and a half. If I, that'd, be, yeah. that'd be one way to stop that type of stuff. Absolutely. So you know what your 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 infraction is going to take. You put somebody out for a month. You're out for a month. Well, what do you think about like what happened tonight with uh, uh, Eddie Light getting run by Anthony Seyu? Um the, because there was there was contact by the defenseman. I don't know. I mean, you're heading towards the crease. You you know full speed. You know that you cannot get out of the way, hit or not. I mean, if he doesn't get hit, he's still going into the crease. Yeah. So he's heading that direction. Yeah. Um. And and it's kind of like running a catcher in baseball. Like you're trying to run him. You're trying to to knock him to knock the ball out of his hand. But in this instance, you have steel pipe behind that goalie. Yeah. So he's definitely hitting steel. Uh, and if he goes back at 20 miles an hour, it's like taking a 20-mile-an-hour pipe to the back uh, or to the head. So you got to be real careful. And when you see the slow-mo, we saw the slow-mo on replay tonight, and um, you see his neck just get torqued. Yeah. Yeah, it looked like he damn near ripped his head off. So uh, those kind of things, I mean, once again, uh, is that is that goalie interference? I mean, whether he hits him or not before is, the puck goes across the line is a goalie interference when the goalie sees a player coming right at him. Yeah. At, at when, whatever. When, I feel like that would be some speed. sort of different penalty, like charging or something. I don't, I don't know if they have that, but. I, I still think because, I mean, and this is not hockey, but in law, like if if I'm twice your size, I, I'm you're legally allowed to shoot me if I'm coming at you because that's deadly force, even if I don't have a gun. It depends on the state, but. Okay. <laughs> well, well, here's something, Brett. You play goalie. I mean, definitely not NHL level goalie, but you play goalie for a little bit. Like, if you have a huge dude skating full speed at you, are you worried about making the save? Or are you worried about getting killed? Probably getting killed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, it's just <laughs> be realistic. Yeah, yeah. it's barely it's hockey, but nature. I mean, you're like it's human nature yeah. at that point. It's not I, hockey. I don't, like you look at. I don't think he's trying to make the save right there. I think he's trying not to get murdered. So and there, there's <laughs> I think, things you can do to. I mean, go for a poke check. Lean the other way, you know, because he, you see the angle that he's coming in at, uh -huh. and maybe try kind of to deflect him off. Exactly, kind of, you know, exactly. A little jujitsu. I don't. I, I mean, paint the fence. Or, <laughs> you know, uh, wax off. <laughs> wax off with the blocker. I think these guys are professional athletes because they have some sort of killer instinct, and it's not their instinct to get out of the way of that. I I really don't think so. Get out of the way. And their five to six million dollars a year also helps as well too. And <laughs> plus, put yourself in that situation. It's overtime. You're trying to win the game. 
You know, he's going to do everything he can to stop that goal. I, I don't think you're, I don't think you go out of the way. You don't get out of the way of that. But I think the ref step in and say, you know what? You can't charge the goalie like that. We're not going to allow that goal. Keep playing. And and let let the actual play happen instead of instead of like someone kind of get intimidated out of the goal. Yeah, I'm sure there's a there's a lot of gray area in there that would piss a lot of people off. So they're just going to go by the most black and white thing they can do, which is what the the call was. the The puck was in the net before contact was made. Yeah, I agree. So and I I think that the players' safety does have a hard job because they do have to walk a very fine line to where they. You know, a lot of people are starting to complain that there's, you know, not as much hitting anymore. There's not as much grit grit in the game. Like, and they need to keep these guys safe, but they also want to have entertaining hockey because that's how you make money. And this is a business. So I think they do have to walk a very fine line. I think something like this, like you had said, Dennis, I think they're going to have to go black and white. I don't think he, he gets nailed for anything. And the defenseman shoving him didn't help. Nope. No, and that's, that's probably the out. I mean, that's the out that player safety takes is that he was shoved into him. But if you look at the trajectory, he clearly went into the crease. And yeah, um, as fast as he was gone, that, that uh, I think Ottawa like has a, a turn. Ottawa to, has to a clear him. complaint uh, in that play. I don't. I don't blame the uh, the coach for coming in and and making the statements he did. So. I, I mean, I don't know why the senators would care, but maybe the Hurricanes. Oh shit! I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm a dick. So I don't know why. I mean, I don't. I don't blame the uh, Carolina coach for coming in and and making the comments that he did. But uh, it, uh, it it is. It, it kind of is one of those things where it's like, where do you stand on the fence? And you see it all the time in plays around the net where a defenseman will cross check a forward into the goalie, and the goalie's already in a vulnerable position. Yeah. And uh, like, at what point is the defenseman responsible for, you know? cross-checking the forward into his own goalie. And I think yeah, that happens hard. more often than a goalie getting legitimately run. So yeah. this one, I think it was it was borderline because there was contact, but how much force did he get on him at that speed and how much did he change it? I mean, you're obviously you're on blades and you're flying. So, And that was, that's, I was watching too the angle of which where his feet are, they're not in the optimal position to stop even if he tried to stop or make of, a hard turn right exactly it to me it looked like he was going to run him no matter what so yeah, the, that's, the, that's the, the push point. from the the defenseman definitely didn't help is that like intent to blow the whistle <laughs> oh, which is one of the one thing that pissed me off the most god damn it. i had the intent to blow Thought the whistle. about it you know i wouldn't have been in that accident because i had the intent to stop right so i shouldn't <laughs> yeah. be charged yeah so let's not um so i'm gonna take a page out of the king's book and do a little distraction here and let's talk about bark madness Oh my God! Go I have not. I don't even know anything about it. So it's I'm Martinez here to tell you down. all about it. <laughs> oh geez. So uh, it's in the finals right now. Uh, the final two guys, polls uh, end uh, April first. So make sure to get your vote in. I already put mine in. NHL.com. Go to the Kings page. It pops right up. Uh, it is down to. <laughs> it's the only thing going on for the Kings right I now. Know. So that's why we're talking about you it. Might as well do it. Yep, because we got on to talk about other teams. We don't need to do that shit. So uh, it's down to Hank Martinez, who is Alec Martinez's um, Australian cattle dog, I believe it is. Uh, who is a fourth seed? They actually do this. They they seed them. How do and they come up with the seeds, Jordan? No fucking clue. <laughs> uh, and then it's against uh, Arlo Dowd, which is a great dog name. I don't know why, but uh, he's like a golden retriever type. That's dog. Cohen's favorite. Yeah, it is. Uh, who uh, Arlo is a 14th seed, so he's kind of a you know sweetheart of the. Most uh, of his pictures are from the rain, anyway. So I think that's why he got the low seed. Well. Yeah, that's it's true. not his fault. Yeah. I I will tell you, I cast my official vote for Arlo because they show all of his Twitter page or. Twitter pictures, and he's always got like a beer next to him or like a bottle of wine. So, gets my vote. Arlo's our dog, then. Yeah. yeah. All right. Cohen will go with you on this. Yep. Uh, former winners are uh, Gustel Kopitar and uh, Emma Pearson. So, we're uh, looking for the third annual here. Word was there was a little discussion of uh, some favoritism because Emma came in as the number two seed and, and Gustel got number one. But I think that's fair. Guys, whoever's giving them crap for it, I think it's fair because uh, Gustel puts on probably the best Twitter. Page of any of the dogs, so I still don't get it how he does it without thumbs. He's hey, he's great. <laughs> don't don't hate. <laughs> don't hate. He's great. 
Gusta, we love you, buddy. Well, some of the Kings fans are actually pissed because they're like, how much effort will we put into Bark Madness instead of winning games? Oh, it is like legitimately like a distraction tactic. It, right. It's oh, got to be. Absolutely. Because I remember going on the last two years, um, and I don't remember being this much hype around it, but who knows? That's oh, because there was still a chance. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess we should talk about the week ahead. Yay. We got four games. Tuesday at the Oilers. They're third in the Pacific at 41, 25, and 9 with a plus 28 goal differential. They score a lot more than we do. Um, they are 6 3 and 1 in their last 10 and 21, 12, and 4 at home. Pretty damn good at home. It's going to be a tough game in Edmonton. Uh, Wednesday, we've got a back to back with the Flames. First wild card spot, 42, 29, and 4. Uh, sorry, I was just doing the math there. that makes uh, sense, but uh, but it does. Wait, so who's going to beat up Kachuk? That's a great oh, question. Let's put our bets down. It's kind of a shame we don't have a goon in the minors like the Penguins did. Uh, just bring him up for, the for game. that game where he came in and just destroyed what's his face. Um, but I don't know. It's, That's hockey of old. That yeah. is hockey of old, and I love it. Yeah, yeah it was great. Was that when they brought up Sestito? Yes, Sestito. Yeah. That's right. Tostito. Tostito. <laughs> so who's who's I love going those at them? The the easy ones are Clifford and Doughty. I don't doubt he's going to do anything. I don't think well, he'll, uh, he'll throw a big he'll check. He'll yell at him. He'll, he'll call throw him a, a name. Throw a big check, maybe. But he he doesn't do that so much anymore. No. No. I mean he's he's done it a little bit in the in the last couple of games. He did it in the. Dowdy will put hits on him. I mean, I think this yeah. guy's coming in, especially if we don't come out of Tuesday with a win. Oh yeah, because that really kind of paints our our uh, season into uh, the sunset. Chances so you are, think Andreoff and Nolan are in the lineup that game. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah, Clifford, so, Andreoff, Nolan. So I think Wednesday. Andreoff, be... Nolan, Clifford line. Yeah, they they yeah. just take turns with them. <laughs> that sounds super. Never mind. Yeah, it, you Run might. Calgary <laughs> might want to make him a healthy scratch just yeah, to. Uh, I think I read on their insider page that he's he's feeling a little sick. So yeah, that would be a <laughs> smart move both for him and the team. I definitely see him playing, hopefully, and I definitely see someone going after him with a fist. He's a rookie. He needs to be put in his place. We know that he's had a some sort of history with uh, questionable hits like that. So all throughout his it might as well be playing us. career. Yeah, he at can, all levels. Well, he, I mean, look at his dad. Where do you think he gets it from? I think I think it's Dowdy's to take. I I put my money on Dowdy. What do you think, Brett? I, I mean, if Dowdy throws a hip, hip check or something, but I don't think um, he's, oh, he's not. He's gonna, not gonna, no fist and, to and, cuffs. And, oh, fist wouldn't happening. It, wouldn't no, it just it's not going to be Dowdy. <laughs> yeah. It's happening. Not Dowdy. I don't know if Andrew. I haven't been impressed with his fighting skills. Clifford's kind of losing it. Maybe Nolan with his wild lefts. Iginla. Ooh. Or, Ooh. Ooh. Old versus new. Showdown. Rumble in the jungle. Our Masterson cool. nominee. Yeah. I'll co-sign nice. on that one. All right. Perfect. Igenla, wow. But yeah. Kachuk can fight. He that's the thing. It's like I want I want to see Dowdy just represent his own though. That would he's be not, great. It would be great, not. but he's not gonna do it. What if it was Carter? <laughs> just glass jawed again. Too pretty. Yeah. He's too pretty. <laughs> My wife would be upset. Dowdy's just going to tell him he sucks at hockey. That's right. it. Oh, right. He'll chirp I, him and that's all. Yeah, I've, I've heard some of his chirping. Who are you? <laughs> I don't even know who you are. That was actually Maroon. I didn't even say your name. Oh, that's right, huh? It was Maroon he was chirping You're at. You're on the fourth line. You suck at yeah. hockey. Yeah. <laughs> How long have you been on the fourth line? Right. Meanwhile, he's tearing it up in Edmonton. Right. Yeah. Fuck. That no sucks. more Maroon 5 jokes, James. No, that was a good one. No, no it was five not. Five for fighting and Maroon 5 all in the same minute. That was great. <laughs> you had to work too hard for it. <laughs> I'll take it. When you have to set up your own joke. Uh, uh, Friday, we got the Kafucks. They are six in the Pacific, 30 to 36 and nine. Negative 47 goal differential. They're Oof. more pitiful than we are. Uh, they're two, six, and two in the last 10. Uh, we better win that game. Did we? Did they beat us last time? I'm pretty sure they yeah, did. Yeah, they did. Perfect. So we'll beat them this time. Uh, they are 18, 13, and 6 at home. Sunday, we see the Coyotes, 7th uh, in, in the Pacific, also known as last. Loss. Uh, 27, 39, <laughs> and 9 with a negative 60 goal differential, uh, 4, 4, and 2 in their last 10, and 16, 16, and 5 at home. 5 to 2, Arizona. 
they, they beat us the last two times. Right? Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm not even kidding. Yeah. Like it's gonna be bad. I think. Well, I think at that point we're probably out of the playoffs, and I think we come out and we just. Hit Murder the, people hit the shit out of everybody. <laughs> Hopefully, Dones in that lineup. Like let's put, let's put him at the top of the list. We broke my leg. <laughs> it's bruised. Shut up, Don. <laughs> Doctor Don. Doctor Douche. Um, I would. We did kind of allude to this earlier. Kings are four, have the fourth fewest goals in the league behind Vancouver. I guess technically ahead of Vancouver, New Jersey, and Colorado. No surprise though. Yeah. Which One is thing really we gotta sad fix because I'm pretty sure we're still second in Corsi in the league. I don't know how that Corsi. But this, this needs to be the league's case study to fucking throw that shit out the it's window. It's broke. <laughs> it's broke. Well, we still okay. So we're second in Corsi. We still put a lot of shots on goal, so they're getting through. So why the hell aren't they getting in? Are they good opportunities though? That's the thing. No. If you look at scoring chances. Like you have combined to, with all that, you that's where you're going to see it. Slowing down to wait for Pearson to catch up to try and put a shot on net when you have a clear breakaway, just go for the shot. Yeah, like maybe those two aren't the best on the same line. Take the shot. I, a couple weeks ago, I was I was standing up for Pearson and I was hoping to see more out of him. But when you're when you're handicapping yourself, you're slowing down. You're letting defense catch up. You're also slowing down the puck, so you can't get. Uh, yeah. You're giving the goalie a better read. It's just too many things happening to try and make plays. Just go for the shot. I think what's going, what maybe was going on is because I've, I've noticed it. You know, watching the games, is that they would take the shot, and then there'd be the nice juicy rebound off the other side, but the other guy's like Nobody twenty feet there. away from that because yeah. he's way behind the play, trying to catch up. So maybe that's the coach being like, "Hey, slow up a little bit before you take that shot to I, let I, the guy." I agree, though. I Take the, the damn shot call. and stop trying to go for the far side to get the rebound. Try or and snipe the corner. We're trying to throw the puck around on a, on a power play, and we're spending 45 seconds passing the puck instead of putting shots on net. Yeah, like, and, then, and then it gets poke-checked by a freaking defender. And it goes right, out and then the we lose it. So, yeah. or, or Brown gets and throws it away. So, I mean, why? <laughs> Passes why, it to their team. Yeah. Why go around with all this all this showmanship and not get a shot off on, on a power play? You guys familiar with the home plate? Uh, diagram, if you will. This is a hockey Regarding, podcast, not baseball. Yeah, I'm just no. kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so if you break down the, Dodger reference. The, the offensive zone, the quality shots come within, or in theory, within the home plate area, which is between the face-off dots to the goal line. Okay. So I don't know how many shots are getting within the home plate area. It's... It, James talking about it was last week or something like that. The shots are coming on average from everybody three feet out further than they have in the past years. Hmm. So I'd venture to say they're they're probably at the top of the circle uh, most of the time. Yeah, um, and and pretty. I mean, we're getting pushed out to the wall, so we're not getting a lot of uh, penetration in the center of the ice. And, yeah. <laughs> right, which would be that home plate area. Yeah, that and a lot of that comes from. So wait, what you're saying there. is sometimes you do have to spit on it to get it in. Right, Jordan Hagman School of Hockey. Second semester. A lot of that, the, the shots coming from further out, we talked about it was, you know, having to play the defensive game to help out Budai and, and Zatkoff. So I don't think they've found their way back in. I don't think they, no, they, and if, they, they I mean, don't have it. Teams just figure us out. They're pushing us out. They're not allowing us in front of the net, which is giving goalies good reads on the puck. So we're getting a lot of pucks to the net. But they're getting good reads on them. Like we don't have a lot of. There's not enough. There's not enough traffic in front of the net. They, they, who was it? It was Evans or Strangis in one of the games. He was talking about how there's all this stuff going on. These beautiful passes happening, one like one touch passing, but there's not one person in front of the net for a tip in for anything. Or, there's or, nothing. Or, or there's or nobody the there. Yeah, I think I, I was reading the recap from the New York game, and I think Ranta said it best. I think people are more and more people are starting to figure this out. He's like, "Yeah, I was I was kind of worried about the Kings, but I just kind of you know stayed home and didn't go after any pucks, and it, it seemed to work out really well for me." And guess what? He got a shutout. You know, and yeah. I, and and we've talked about it before. Like, we make backup goalies this season look like first stringers all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, and there's. Did you notice? Because I remember 
Because I used to read on uh, Let's Go Kings. I used to read the what they're saying threads. So when the Kings had, would win a game, the someone would go from the the th- the forum would go on the other team's forums and like basically throughout the whole game, just take good lines, good quotes from their form and like put it in one thread. And they're pretty funny. Oh, that's pretty good. I like that. But every single series, it was like the the people are complaining to their shooters go high on quick, go high on quick. That's He stays down low. All you got to do is shoot it up high and you'll, you'll score goals. Did you guys notice in that Rangers game how many guys were trying to go top shelf on him? They were missing the net over or wide because they were trying to go high on him. Right. So it's another one of those things getting figured out. So hopefully quick can uh, still make be, adjustments. Make adjustments or still just – yeah, he's and fundamentally he sound. He hasn't so. played enough of this season. No. for I mean, people have figured him out from old, but I don't think, I don't think uh, he's in a spot where he's kind of typecast in his play. So, well, he can, the, any good goalie is going to make adjustments. He's, yeah, he's able athletic to make enough to figure that out. The Rangers already proved this in that game is that it's not easy to go top shelf. Yeah, no. it's not. Especially because I'm sure all the angles and stuff like that. Yeah. Like it's, it's it's one of the more difficult shots to do. So, and Quick knows that. Mm-hmm. That's why he plays down low. So he calculated risk, I guess, but it seems to work out for him most of the time. He only allowed two goals in that game. So do we even want to say what we're going to do this week? Um, four no. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Jeff hasn't been here for a while, I figured. Oh, two and two. Two and two. Yeah. What do you uh, think, Brad? I'm going to say one and three. One and three? Ouch. He is on the hay couch. Yeah. Yeah, no, I... Being I, realistic. What, what game do you think we win? The one we're not supposed to, Vancouver. Vancouver. I think that's one of them. The ones, one of the ones we win. I think uh, we maybe put something to Calgary. I'd like to. I mean, it's it, bec- it, it, only because yeah. it's not going to make a difference, right? Um, and it's the one game where it's like, well, shit, this is the game you pull off. Yeah, especially at home, right? No, it's oh, away. No, I'm sorry. No, it's yeah, away. Right. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The only home game this week is against Arizona. That's right. And we're not going to – I don't think we win that ow, game. Ow, ow. Oh, sorry, Dennis. <laughs> I thought we were going to get through. No. Nope. Oh, God, I hope Don goes tweeners on quick just for you. Oh, why, why would you do that to me? Because you'll hate it even more. Edmonton, uh, Edmonton. I think I, – I don't think we win that. I think that kind of paints our season and, um, and kind of gives us – and now we're going to see us, like, pull off our play games that we, uh, we should have been doing because – there's nothing online anymore, so why not? Bring up Zach Koff. It's fucking <laughs> funny. <laughs> yeah, you see, he, he's been getting crushed in the AHL, too. <laughs> he's oh like going to be the team next year. That's terrible. So let's talk about FanDuel. Yeah, hey, let's talk about FanDuel. I'll give that one to you. Yeah, appreciate it. Um, I didn't come in last this week. I scored more than 50 points. In fact, I won. Yeah, you did. Go first you place came me. Out of, and I said, you know, with two Kings players on your team, I've got this thing in the bag. I picked the right ones. And, man, the Kings lit a fire. Yeah. And you just came from nowhere. Yep. I'll take it. That was a very close game because you and and uh, Dennis were sitting at, like, 123 and, like, with like point decimals. One, yeah. Point one apart. And, and really, with the Kings coming off of a shutout, I was feeling pretty good that he wasn't going to – Who'd you have, Martinez, that really went off? Muzzin. I had Muzzin. I had Martinez. You had Martinez, okay. I think I had Muzzin and... It was Muzzin that went off. Yeah. Well, I got lucky because uh, I had, was it Edmonton's backup goalie? And they started Talbot. (laughs) Oh, uh, shit. Yeah, but he actually got pulled from the game. And in FanDuel, he was actually negative points. And uh, their backup (laughs) got the win with a bunch of saves and went up like 16 points out of him. Oh, wow. So I, I would like to note that Jason Gallo and Darren uh, Besa both had the same lineup. So because they go to the same website to get to the their same lineup. website to get the lineup. Yeah, so that was beautiful. I believe it's either a, that or there was Roto-Grinder. collusion. Roto Grinder, I believe, is what it's called. Or is it, or is it just Grinder? Grinder. I think it's just Grinder. I think that's where they met. Was Grinder? Grinder.com. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So oh, you don't know what freaking Brazzers is, but you know what Grinder is? Come on, James. <laughs> no, that was I figured it out. Uh-huh, from yeah, sure. Your connotation. Yep. So yeah, so we we got your we got your game now. You're gonna have to come up with a new game plan for this week's Fanduel. Uh, we play pick your own lineups. Yeah, we play Thursdays. Um, and uh, if you got anybody wants to get in, just send us your Fanduel. Uh, handle and we'll get you in on the league 
We like to uh, it's, it's good money, and you know we'll throw in a little something extra if you. Uh, if you win. If you beat us, yeah. Yeah, so good luck on that. Bring it. Okay, so I do want to bring this up. We're going to put together NHL on NHL.com. We're going to put together brackets for this postseason. Um, whether our Kings make it or do not make it, um, we're expecting everybody out there listening, go ahead and put your bracket together. We'll put out an invite um, or hit us up. Let us know what your sign-in is, and we'll add you to the brackets. This is mostly so we're still relevant after the Kings are out. Ouch. No, it's going to be fun. Um, I mean the podcast. I think I think, <laughs> I think we're going to put up some pretty good brackets, and uh, we'd like to see what you have as well. So once again, get ready for NHL.com brackets. I'd um, like to have you guys involved in our Guys in Shorts League. We might even drag some of the flagship guys into that. Yeah, so you, you might you might be Ben. My goal would be able to get Ben in this. Good luck. Yeah, I I might just forge one for him. <laughs> just make it put the ducks all the way through. No, just, have, no, you have the capitals going all the way through. We know yeah. that's not going to happen. <laughs> that no, would be great. If you want to go true Ben style, you would do the ducks because yeah, because yeah. yeah. he would do it just to piss us off. Yeah, he would. So that's. So yeah, we'd love to see you in there. Uh, please get involved. Let's let's have some fun with this. Um, I'd like to throw in some stuff if uh, if anybody beats us or the top. Let's just say the top person in the league will get a little swag bag from us. Sweet. Okay, we're gonna get out of here. Remember to review, share, subscribe to the show. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at GIS King Show. You can visit guysandshorts.com for all your guys and shorts King Show merch and. Also, our friends of the flagship show, Guys in Short Sports Los Angeles, they have merch there too. They put on a pretty good show. One of the best in LA behind us. Yeah, this last one was good. They had uh, the Angels and Galaxy uh, in-stadium uh, PA announcer, Michael Araujo on. There's some great stories there. Go listen. Yeah, no, he's he's great. He's a good guy. So check that out. Jeff even goes fanboy on him and asks him to do a call from the game. Oh, That's, yeah. It's, makes it, him dance it's like a monkey. Pretty yeah. adorable. <laughs> yeah, go, go listen to that. That's hilarious. Very, very cute. So anyways, check that out. And, uh, well, yeah, that's it for us. So for James Whitlock, Jordan Heckman, Brett Davidson, I am Dennis Wilson saying, Go Kings, go! Go Kings, go! Go Kings, go! Let's get pissed! Ha, 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 ha.